step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's showtime, folks! This is the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... Hello, movie lovers! And welcome to Flicker Kicker Movie Reviews here live on American Variety Network. Tonight's episode of... Flicker Ticker Movie Review on American Variety Network is proudly brought to you by my sponsor, Carub Sea, providing tropical fish keepers with quality products. I'm your host, the great Alex Cardinelli. I hope you are all doing good today. Let your kids and children listen to the show today because I am going to be reviewing a movie that is popular with kids. This movie was first shown in movie theaters in 2003, and here we are 13 years later, and the movie is still a huge hit. It's so big that there is going to be another movie made in June of this year. The movie I am going to be reviewing on this episode is Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is a great movie. It is one of Disney's best movies, and as a tropical fish hobbyist, And Keeper, for me personally, I love this movie. Here I am at 22 years old. I still love Finding Nemo, and I still watch Finding Nemo. Now, this movie is about a Ocellaris clownfish named Nemo, who gets kidnapped by a diver and sent to a fish tank in a dentist's office to be given to his niece, Darla. Nemo's father, Marlin, swims through the sea, eagerly searching for his son when he meets a blue hippo tang named Dory. 
Dory and Marlin manage to get to Nemo, but can't bring him back with them. Eventually, Nemo returns to the ocean, and Nemo and Marlin get reconnected. I really love Finding Nemo, and I truly am going to enjoy reviewing this movie. Now, I have to tell you guys something. Finding Nemo is a huge part of why I personally entered the aquarium hobby, and also a huge part of why I have a saltwater aquarium right now. I mean, I have a lot of respect for clownfish and blue hippo tanks from this movie alone. So, topics for tonight's show include general information on Finding Nemo, my complete thoughts and review on Finding Nemo, and I'll talk to you quickly about the new movie coming out in June of 2016 called Finding Dory. Now, movie lovers, this show is being broadcast live, so you can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to offer your own personal thoughts on Finding Nemo. Or you can call in and talk about your favorite character from Finding Nemo. One three four seven nine eight nine eighty one forty two. Alright, movie lovers, alright, Finding Nemo lovers, this movie review starts right after our awesome introduction. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Calling all movie lovers. Are you ready to hear Alex Cardinelli's thoughts and reviews on the latest movies in this week's episode of Thicker Flicker? What movies will be up for discussion this week? Your thoughts and review of this movie are welcome to call 
1-347-989-8142. Lights, camera, action! Ticker Flicker is now live. Marlin learns to take risk 
and let Nemo take care of himself. Now here is the plot of Finding Nemo. Two Ocellaris clownfish, Marwin and his wife Coral, admire their new home in the Great Barrier Reef and their clutch of eggs when a barracuda attacks, knocking Marlin unconscious. He wakes up to find that Coral and all but one of the eggs have disappeared. Marlin names this last egg Nemo, a name that Coral liked. Nemo develops a smaller right fin as a result of damage to his egg during the attack, which limits his swimming ability. Worried about Nemo's safety, Marwin embarrasses Nemo during a school field trip. Nemo sneaks away from the reef and is captured by scuba divers. As the boat departs, a diver accidentally knocks his diving mask overboard. While attempting to save Nemo, Marwin meets Dory, a good-hearted and optimistic blue hippo tang with short-term memory loss. Marlin and Dory meet three sharks, Bruce, Anchor, and Chum, who are trying to make friends with fish in an old minefield. Marlin discovers the diver's mask and notices an address written on it. When he argues with Dory and accidentally gives her a nosebleed, the blood scent causes Bruce to enter an uncontrollable feeding frenzy. The pair escape from Bruce, but the mass falls into a trench in the deep sea. During a hazardous struggle with an angular fish in the trench, Dory sees the diving mask and reads the address located in Sydney, Australia. The pair swim on, receiving directions to Sydney from a school of moonfish. Marlin and Dory encounter a bloom of jellyfish that nearly kills them. Marlin loses consciousness and wakes up on a sea turtle named Crush, who takes Marlin and Dory on the East Australian current. Marlin tells the details of his long journey with a group of sea turtles, and his story is spread across the ocean. He also sees how Crush gets on well with his son, Squirt. Meanwhile, Nemo is placed in a fish tank in the office of a dentist named Philip Sherman on Sydney Harbor. He meets aquarium fish called the Tank Gang, led by a Moorish idol named Gil, who has a broken fin. The tank gang includes Bloat, a puffer fish, Bubbles, a yellow tang, Peach, a starfish, Gurgle, a royal grama, Jocks, a Pacific cleaner shrimp, and Deb, a black-tailed humbug damsel. The fish learn that Nemo is to be given to Sherman's niece, Darla, who killed the fish by constantly shaking its bag. Gil then reveals his plan to escape, jamming the tank's filter, forcing the dentist to remove the fish to clean it. The fish will be placed in plastic bags 
and then they would roll out the window and into the harbor. After an attempt at the escape goes wrong, a brown pelican, Nigel, brings news of Marlin's adventure. Inspired by his father's determination, Nemo successfully jams the filter, but the dentist installs a new high-tech filter before they can escape. After leaving the East Australian current, Marlin and Dory are engulfed by a blue whale. Inside the whale's mouth, Dory communicates with the whale, which carries them to Port Jackson and expels them through his blowhole. They meet Nigel, who recognizes Marlin from the stories he has heard, and he takes them to Sherman's office. Darla has just arrived, and the dentist is handing Nemo to her. Nemo plays dead to save himself as Nigel arrives. Marlin sees Nemo and believes he is dead before Nigel is thrown out. In despair, Marlin leaves Dory and begins to swim home. Gil then helps Nemo escape into a drain that leads to the ocean. Dory loses her memory and becomes confused and meets Nemo, who reached the ocean. Eventually, Dory's memory returns after she reads the word Sydney on a drain pipe. She directs Nemo to Marlin and they reunite, but then Dory is caught in a fishing net with a school of grouper. Nemo enters the net and orders the group to swim downward to break the net. Swim down, swim down, Nemo says, enabling them to escape. After returning home, Nemo leaves her school with Crush's son Squirt, and Marlin, no longer overprotective, proudly watches Nemo swim away with Dory at his side. At the dentist's office, the high-tech filter breaks down and the tank gang escapes into the harbor, belatedly realizing they are still confined in plastic bags. So that is the plot for Finding Nemo. Now, I found some information on how Finding Nemo came to be. Now, the inspiration for Nemo sprang from multiple experiences, going back to when director Andrew Stanton was a child, when he loved going to the dentist to see the fish tank, assuming that the fish were from the ocean and wanted to go home. In 1992, shortly after his son was born, he and his family took a trip to Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, which was called Marine World at the time. There, after seeing the shark tube and various exhibits, he felt that the underwater world could be done beautifully in computer animation. Later, in 1997, he took his son for a walk in the park, but realized that he was overprotecting him and lost an opportunity to have a father-son experience that day. Now, in an interview with National Geographic magazine, he said the idea for the characters of Marlin and Nemo came from a photograph of two clownfish peeking out of an anemone. 
It was so arresting. I had no idea what kind of fish they were, but I couldn't take my eyes off of them. And as an entertainer, the fact they were called clownfish, it was perfect. There's almost nothing more appealing than these little fish that want to play peekaboo with you. In addition, clownfish are colorful, but do not tend to come out of an anemone often. For a character who is to go on a dangerous journey, Staten felt a clownfish was the perfect type of fish for the character. Pre-production of the film began in early 1997. Staten began writing a screenplay during the post-production of A Bug's Life. As a result, Finding Nemo began production with a complete screenplay, something that co-director Lee Uncrick called very unusual for an animated film. The artist took scuba diving lessons to study the coral reef. Now, the review website Rotten Tomatoes reported a 99% approval rating with a rating average of 8.7 out of 10 based on 253 reviews. The site's consensus, consensus, consensus reads, Breathtaking animation, talented vocal work, and a well-written screenplay add up to another Pixar success. Another review website, Metacritic, which assigns a normalized rating out of 100 top reviews from mainstream critics, calculated a score of 90 out of 100 based on 38 reviews indicating universal acclaim. Finding Nemo was the highest-grossing Pixar film up until... 2010, when Toy Story 3 surpassed it. In North America, Finding Nemo set an opening weekend record for an animated feature, making over $70 billion, first surpassed by Shrek 2. And I know somebody that looks just like Shrek. Anyways, it ended up spending 11 weeks in the top 10 domestically, remaining there until August 14th. Now, the film's use of clownfish prompted mass purchase of the fish breed as pets in the United States, even though the story portrayed the use of fish as pets negatively and suggested that saltwater aquariums are notably tricky and expensive to maintain. Finding Nemo was released on VHS and DVD on November 4, 2003. The DVD release included an original short film, Exploring the Reef, and the short animated film, Nick Knack. The film was then released on both Blu-ray and Blu-ray 3D on December 4, 2012, with both a 3-disc and five-disc set. So that is some general information on the movie Finding Nemo. All right, so right now I would like to go ahead and play some of my favorite 
Finding Nemo movie clips with you. You know, every movie I have some favorite movie clips, and I want you, my listeners, to go ahead and uh, enjoy some of my favorite movie clips. I got four favorite Finding Nemo movie clips that I'm going to play for you guys right here on the show. We going in there? Yep. P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney? Yep. We're gonna just swim straight. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Sorry? <laughs> Boy, this is taking a while. Hey, how about we play a game? Okay. Uh, okay, I'm thinking of something, uh, orange. And it's small. It's me. Right. Okay. It's like orange and, uh, small. It's me. All righty, Mr. Smarty Pants. And orange and small and white stripes. Me. And the next one, just a guess. Me. Okay, that's just scary. Wait, wait, wait. I have definitely seen this floating speck before. That means we passed it before, and that means we're going in circles, and that means we're not going straight. Hey. we got to get hey. to the surface. Come on. Whoa, we'll figure whoa, it out whoa. Let's go. Hey, Follow me. Hey. What? Relax. Take a deep breath. Mm. Oh. <sighs> now, let's ask somebody for directions. Oh, fine. Who do you want to ask? The speck? There's nobody here. Well, there has to be someone. It's the ocean, silly. We're not the only two in here. Let's see. Okay, no one there. Uh, nope. Not a... There's somebody. Hey! Dory, Dory, Dory! Okay, now it's my turn. I'm thinking of something dark and mysterious. It's a fish we don't know. And if we ask it directions, it could ingest us and spit out our bones. What is it with men and asking for directions? Well, I don't want to play the gender card right now. You want to play a card? Let's play the Let's Not Die card. You want to get out of here, don't you? Of course I do. Well, then, how are we going to do that unless we give it a shot and hope for the best? Huh? But Dory, huh? you don't fully understand. Come on. Trust me on this. Humpback. No, don't try humpback. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. You actually sound sick. Maybe louder, huh? Don't Whoa. do that. Too much orca. Didn't it sound a little orca-ish? It doesn't sound orca. Whoa. It sounds like nothing I've ever heard. 
anemone to sting you? Yes. Brush. <sighs> okay, I'm done. Oh, you missed a spot. Where? There. Humpback. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. You actually sound sick. Maybe louder, huh? Don't do that. Too much orca. Didn't it sound a little orca-ish? It doesn't sound orca. It sounds like nothing I've ever heard. No. Just as well, he might be hungry. Don't worry. Whales don't eat clownfish. They eat krill. Oh, look, krill. Hey, Mr. Grumpy Gills. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't wanna know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim, swim. Dory, no singing. Ho, 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 I love to swim in. Dory. When you want to swim, you want to See, I'm gonna get stuck now with that song. Now it's in my head. Sorry. 
No eating here tonight. Woo! Eating here tonight. No, no, no eating here tonight. You're on a diet. Dory! We... Hey, little guy. You wanted to go through the trench. I shall call him Squishy, and he shall be mine, and he shall be my Squishy. Come here, Squishy. Come here, little Squishy. Ow! Dory, that's a jellyfish. Bad Squishy. Bad Squishy. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Get
I don't get it. Well, clownfish is not that funny. No, 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 he's my son. All right, what a great way to start this Finding Nemo movie review here on Flickr Ticker Movie Review. I'm going to go ahead and take my commercial break, which is being sponsored by our sponsor, Care of Sea. Now, if you are a tropical fish keeper and you are looking to set up your very own saltwater aquarium, Care of Sea offers the finest live sand around, whether it's Fuiji pink or the Hawaiian black sand. Also, Care of Sea's live sand also speeds up your cycle of your saltwater aquarium. Also, Care of Sea has the world's only live rock without all the pests and all the unwanted things inside live rock. It's called Care of Sea Life Rock, the perfect alternative to uh, to live rock. Check out Care of Sea at careofsea.com. They've got some amazing products, and I really recommend Care of Sea to all of my fish-keeping listeners out there. All right, coming up next here on Flickr Ticker Movie Review, I'm going to give you my review of Finding Nemo and Finding Dory Preview. That is up next after we play our songs and our commercials. Coming up next, next. What would I rate Finding Nemo? And find out all the details about Finding Dory right after this quick commercial break. Don't forget to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to give your personal review on finding Nemo. Would you swear 
crossing the plain He come to fetch me To see what they done And we'll ride together Till kingdom come I pray for God's mercy tonight's episode of the American Variety Network. Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net That's AmericanVarietyNetwork at at comcast.net You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at comcast.net Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One and hit follow. Something big is coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday, February 13th, 2016. What could it be? I'll tell you, one thing is for sure. Whatever it is, it will be historic and could break the listen record for the American Variety Network. Stay tuned to the American Variety Network. Because on January 30th, 2016, I, Alice Cardinelli, will personally make the announcement live on air and all over social media. Are you ready? Mm-hmm.
is taking. Well, get ready. The announcement is coming your way. January 30th. Coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday, starting Saturday, January 30th, 2016, is Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. This will be a weekly show airing every Saturday. It will be similar to my favorite television show, including Saturday Night Live, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and my other favorite show. I will have a guest on each Saturday. I'll discuss each Saturday in history, and I'll have funny prank calls and more. So join me for the first Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli here on American Variety Network on January 30th, 2016 at 7 p.m. It's that time of year again, football lovers. It's time for the Super Bowl. This year is the historic 50th Super Bowl. For the first time ever, the American Variety Network will broadcast the Super Bowl halftime show. Join Alex Cardinelli and his friend Flashmaster 1989 Jeff Sunday, February 7th. 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern, or in other words, halftime on Super Bowl 50. For a recap of the first half and some fun, let's get ready for some football. Enjoy your pizza and wings, and tune in to our Super Bowl 50 halftime show, live on American Variety Network on February 7, 2016, at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Do you find yourself watching a lot of movies? Do you like watching new movies? How about classic movies? Would you like to listen to a movie reviews on live radio? If you call yourself a movie lover, then you will be happy to hear that Alex Gardner is going to be hosting a movie review show called Twitter Ticker, where Alex will recap all movies, new and old. Twitter Ticker movie reviews, Air exclusively on American Variety Network at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. You're listening to the American Variety Network, your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Calling all movie lovers. Are you ready to hear Alex Cardinelli's thoughts and reviews on the latest movies in this week's episode of Thicker Flicker? What movies will be up for discussion this week? Your thoughts and review of this movie are welcome to call 1-347-989. 8142. Lights, camera, action! Ticker Flicker is now live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Flicker Ticker Movie Reviews here on American.
American Variety Network. Tonight, I'm reviewing the classic family movie called Finding Nemo. And before our commercial break, I gave out some wonderful information on the movie Finding Nemo, and I played some wonderful Finding Nemo movie clips, which, by the way, are my favorite movie clips. Now, it's the part of the show that you guys came here for, my review of Finding Nemo and a little bit of a discussion on Finding Dory that's going to be released in Cedars in June of this year. But before we get to that, I would like to once again remind all of my live listeners out there that you can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and give your own Finding Nemo movie review. All right, so if you want to share your thoughts on Finding Nemo, go ahead and do so. Call one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So right now, I want to go ahead and uh, tell you about some uh, other people's thoughts on Finding Nemo. Here is some other movie lovers' review of Finding Nemo. In other words, here is your review on Finding Nemo. One of the best animated films I have ever seen. Great characters, amusing animation, and laugh-out-loud humor. Also, watch for the little skit showing after the credits. It's all great stuff that simply must be seen. Pixlr Studios have done it again. I have to say that these guys are totally good in computer animation as well as in storytelling. Rarely do these qualities come together, but here they are, delivering unto the audience once again something that one can only be drowned with wonder. Such is the marvel of Finding Nemo. The the story is about Nemo, a young clownfish, who is fed up with his dad Marlin's excessive paranoia over him. He swims to a place where his dad forbids him and ends up being captured by a scuba diver. He is then placed in a fish tank in a dental clinic somewhere along the harbors of Sydney. Thus, the quest of Marlin, along with Dory, a hilarious, forgetful blue hippo king voiced by Ellen DeGeneres to find Nemo before it's too late. The story is a simple one, but where the film more than makes up is on the overwhelming sense of detail and rich, lavish colors and textures, as if we aren't really watching an animated film at all. Scenes such as Marlin bringing Nemo to school while swimming through corals and anemones to the aquarium where Nemo was taken to are nothing short of breathtaking and undoubtedly one of the most outstanding animation ever to hit the screen. 
the world of Finding Nemo is simply alive with lovable creatures swimming about their daily lives under the ocean, darting across the screen in playful manners. The viewer almost literally dives into another world for nearly two hours, and one cannot help but be completely captivated. The music and screenplay also blend very well with the visual feast that it produces such a high-quality movie. From its basic storyline to the father and son relationship scene to the wonderful underwater world throughout, this is really an adventure through an ocean of stunning visuals and storytelling. Grade A. Another person's review says, Those guys and girls at Disney Pixar have done it again. They've created the perfect underwater world full of fascinating Disney characters. A true enchanting story of a father, Marlin, who loves his son, Nemo, and with the help of his newfound friend, Dory, ventures out into the ocean to try to find him. On this epic voyage, he gets to battle sharks, surf with some turtle dudes, dice with some jellyfish, and survive an encounter in a whale's stomach. All the characters are vibrant with Disney charm, but my favorite is Dory the Comic Relief, probably one of the funniest Disney characters ever written and superbly voiced by Ellen DeGeneres, pure genius. All in all, this is another success for Disney and Pixar. It brings out the child in all of us. Solid family fun, 8 out of 10 stars. Another person's review goes like this. Finding Nemo is a wonderful animated adventure movie that simply is irresistible for younger as well as older persons. The most excellent thing about Finding Nemo is the perfect timing, just like in Monsters, Inc. The jokes are extremely well-placed in a quick pace and are good for more than just a few laughs. There are some very fun and great characters, which brings me to the only problem I have with this movie. There are too many minor characters. I would have really loved to see some of the characters getting a bigger role with some more importance to the story instead of meeting character after character that are only on screen for no more than five minutes, such as the sharks. Sure, it's good for the sense of adventure, but it leaves some missed opportunities to make the story even more fun. You know, I have to kind of agree with this person's review. What do you listeners think? Do you guys agree with this uh, person's review, or do you disagree? Now, I think it's pretty obvious that the story is inspired on the Lord of Rings trilogy, since it uses lots of elements from it, and it has the same feeling of adventure and excitement. So it's really not a big thing that the story isn't very original. The original and fun way the story is told and compensates for this, another person's review. Now, this lady's review is pretty good. The voice cast, as in many animated movies, is impressive. 
but the one that stood out was Ellen as Dory that you love to hate. Irresistible movie for the whole family with great jokes and lines and some memorable characters and situations. Mine, mine, mine. And she rated it 9 out of 10 stars. Now here's a, a good review by a guy from Rotten Tomatoes. Marlin, a nervous and neurotic clownfish, is heavily overprotective of his son Nemo, who only wants to explore the sea in its entirety. When Nemo gets caught by a scuba diver and taken away, it is up to Marlin to swallow his own fears and find Nemo. The ensuing search and rescue organized by him is a mass effort by swimming and flying creatures of all sizes and personalities, such as a threesome of vegetarian sharks, a fish with a short-term memory, and an aged turtle, all helping him realize the error of his ways and restricting himself to just his home. As charming as it is beautiful, Finding Nemo is a joy, both visually and cinematically. The characters are all so appealing and sweet that you want to hug each and every one of them, Nemo and Dory in particular. But the film transcends above just a generic animated film, for there are lessons to be learned by it too. The film often tells a children's tale from an adult's point of view, with risky situations and emotional soul-searching, putting stress on a disjointed family. The sea is brought to us in such a memorable and unique way that there is brilliance and beauty in every frame. The animation is of all-time high for Pixar, and the sound mixing and editing are also to be credited, as they capture the heart of the sea credibly. But perhaps the best thing about the film is the musical score by Thomas Newman. He creates the essence of the sea, as well as the emotions felt by the fish throughout. Note the masterwork that occurs as an upbeat, jovial number quickly escalates into something darker in a matter of minutes. In short, the music is superb. And the last person's review goes like this. Gorgeous to look at and utterly adorable, Finding Nemo sets the standard for how animated movies should be in terms of entertainment value as well as story and scenes, ending with the touching, thought-provoking message of how too much protectiveness on the parent side will repel. But no matter how independent a child, or a fish in this case, believes to be themselves uh, believes themselves to be they'll always need their parents never and i mean never in my entire life has a movie affect me the same way finding nemo did it's the best movie i've ever seen and i know i say that about a lot of movies but i actually mean it this time Never did I ever come out of a theater after seeing a movie smiling for the rest of the night. The movie just completely blew me away. I knew it was going to be good, but I had no clue what was in store for me when I saw it opening night. 
This movie is a work of pure genius. The animation is just beautiful. Acting is awesome. The music fit everything that was going on. I could go on and on with this list, but I think I'll stop there. What I liked mostly about this movie was that it didn't lack anything at all. There was just the right amount of comedy, drama, suspense, action, and even romance. And it all blended together beautifully. This is why I give this movie a full 10. Believe me, if I could give it more, I would. Finding Nemo is a very good animated film. Probably it's in the top ten animated features of all time. The story is about a little clownfish named Nemo. He ventures out into the open sea while not listening to his father. He gets captured by a dentist, and now his father, Marlin, has to save him from the clutches of his dentist and his evil niece. The story of the film is unbelievable. I don't know how a movie about a fish can be very popular. The voice acting is pretty good. The all-star cast did a great job voicing their characters. The music in the film is sweet. The music will lure you more into the movie. The song in the film is great for people who liked music 40 years ago. Once again, Pixar did not fail in its ability to make classical animated films. Overall, this is a good film. I rate this movie 10 out of 10. So those are all of uh, the reviews I found on Finding Nemo online. And if you see that was a lot, my God, there are over 500 reviews on Finding Nemo. That's how much well-received Finding Nemo is. And I only saw a couple bad ones. I didn't see that many. So Finding Nemo was loved by a lot of people. Anyway, here is my review of Finding Nemo. It is now time for the main event of today's Flickr Ticker movie review. Here's my review. Finding Nemo, to me, is such a classic movie. You know, it is one of the better movies that I had in my childhood. It has taught me various life lessons and it also is a movie that I continue to watch over and over again, despite me being 22 years old. I think this was the best movie I have seen in the 22 years I've been alive as far as kids and family movies go. What I really enjoyed the most about this movie is how they get you to feel emotionally involved in the movie and get you to say, oh, no, and then you feel happy at the end of the movie when Nemo and Marlin get reconnected. I also really enjoyed how they made the fish and animals like humans, and it took real-life situations and put them together so perfectly in a film. Now, my personal one and only drawback, which really has nothing to do with the movie, is that due to the film's success, most kids and families are seeing this, would want to set up a fish tank and have a clownfish. But clownfish are saltwater fish, and not as easy as freshwater fish. They need care and can be quite costly. 
But with that being said, I love clownfish and hippo tangs, so this was a win-win for me. My rating for Finding Nemo is 100% A+. An A-plus film. Finding Nemo gets an A-plus from movie reviewer Alex Cardinelli. So if you have not already seen Finding Nemo, which you should have already because it's been a 13-year movie, I recommend watching Finding Nemo or watch it again. I think you guys are going to enjoy Finding Nemo. All right. Now, as a Finding Nemo fan, I personally cannot wait for the new movie called Finding Dory. Now, here is what I can tell you and what I know about Finding Dory. It is going to be a sequel to Finding Nemo. It's going to be part two. It's going to be released on Friday, June 17, 2016, and you can bet I will be there watching it. I'm going to go to the movie theaters on June 17th and watch Finding Dory. I cannot wait. So, guys, if you are a Finding Nemo fan, mark your calendars. Friday, June 17th, 2016, Finding Dory will be released. Now, it's also been confirmed that characters from the first film will appear in the sequel, including Dory, Nemo, Marlin, and the Tank Gang. Taking place six months after finding Nemo, Dory suddenly recalls her childhood memories. Remembering something about the Jewel of Monterey, California, accompanied by Nemo and Marlin, she sets out to find her family. She arrives at the Monterey Marine Life Institute, where she meets Bailey, a white beluga whale, Destiny, a whale shark, and Hank, the octopus, who becomes her guide. So, that's a little bit of the information on Finding Dory, which becomes available to us on June 17th. Now, listeners, expect a movie review for Finding Dory in June. I cannot wait to watch Finding Dory, and I cannot wait to review Finding Dory here on the American Variety Network. All right, guys, this was a very fun show for me to host. I really enjoyed hosting the Finding Nemo episode of Flicker Ticker Movie Reviews. I hope you guys enjoyed this show as well, and I hope you guys enjoyed my review of Finding Nemo. Now, my next movie review is going to be in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to review the new movie, Daddy's Home that is in movie theaters right now. So join me in a couple of weeks as I review the movie Daddy's Home. All right, guys, before I end the show, I want to remind you to please join my show this Saturday, January 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli debuts this Saturday. I'm going to start the show with some breaking news and a major announcement. Now, today I announced that Carib Sea 
would be sponsoring my 300th episode with a special prize. Tune in this Saturday to find out how you, a fish keeper, can win this prize. Plus, I'm going to announce um, what my 300th episode is going to have and who my special guest will be. And I have some other amazing news to share with you. Plus, my special guest will be Dylan Cruz on the first episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. And I'll talk about some Super Bowl uh, games and some other great stuff. So tune in to my Saturday Live show this Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, guys, I personally would like to thank you for tuning into the show. I appreciate everyone who took the time to listen to today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please share today's show on your Facebook, Twitter, or on any social media account. Share with your friends so that they can enjoy the show as well. Please like my fan page, American Variety Network, and please join my fan group, American Variety Network Fan Group on Facebook, to hear the latest about my breaking news. Alice Cardinelli and Flicker Ticker is now off the air. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great rest of your night. Something big is coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday, February 13th, 2016. What could it be? I'll tell you, one thing is for sure. Whatever it is, it will be historic and could break the listen record for the American Variety Network. Stay tuned to the American Variety Network because on January 30th, 2016, I, Alice Cardinelli, will personally make the announcement live on air and all over social media. Are you ready? Hey, thank you. Well, get ready. The announcement is coming your way January 30th. Coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday, starting Saturday, January 30th, 2016, is Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. This will be a weekly show airing every Saturday. It will be similar to my favorite television show, including Saturday Night Live, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and my other favorite show. I will have a guest on each Saturday. I'll discuss each Saturday in history, and I'll have funny prank calls and more. So join me for the first Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli here on American Variety Network on January 30th. 2016 at 7 p.m. It's that time of year again, football lovers. 
It's time for the Super Bowl. This year is the historic 50th Super Bowl. For the first time ever, the American Variety Network will broadcast the Super Bowl halftime show. Join Alex Cardinelli and his friend Flashmaster 1989 Jeff Sunday, February 7th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern, or in other words, halftime on Super Bowl 50. For a recap of the first half and some fun, let's get ready for some football. Enjoy your pizza and wings, and tune in to our Super Bowl 50 halftime show, live on American Variety Network on February 7, 2016, at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Donovan here, friend of Alex Cardinale. I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks! With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.